Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author Alfred Edmund Jr. and your co-host, life coach and author D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life, where we talk about faith and finance and wealth and everything that God has in store for us because he has hope in the future planned for us. Today, we're going to be talking about a challenging subject, but also a subject that I hope that you draw hope from, from. The theme is defying the odds, and the conversation is about the middle class. Can it be resuscitated? Uh, and particularly the black middle class, uh, because if we're talking about the middle class is being hit hard or has been hit hard, the black middle class is even harder hit because of the racial wealth gap. That, that the idea that even when you correct for income, we don't have the same level of wealth in the black middle class as the mainstream or white middle class has. Add on top of that, the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, the economic fallout of that, the health fallout of that, and all of those things hit Black communities harder than anyone else, hit Black businesses harder than anyone else. Even before the pandemic, we knew that the, the, the racial wealth gap between the average Black household and the average white household is roughly 10 to 1. For $171,000 in net worth in the average white household, depending on which studies you look at, it might be $17,000 or less in net worth in the average Black household. So it's in that context that we want to look to Hope from God. That's what this show is about. Faith. Are you applying faith to your pursuit of your goals, to your financial goals? And when we talk about defying the odds, what is the expectation? What should we be looking for um, in terms of not only restoring the Black middle class, but restoring faith in our own capacity to create wealth, which is a God-given capacity? So during the course of today's show, I'm going to just give you a few thoughts and ideas around how we should be thinking, how we should be transformed by the renewing of our minds, and how we should trust in God. And one of the major promises of God is that God restores, that whatever you lose, whatever is removed, that God has the capacity to replace it with something even better, um, that, that you're not lost, that you're not forsaken, that, and that you're, you're never alone. So, but you have to really, this is a, a great period. I know for me during the course of the pandemic, because of the changes that I um, experienced professionally, personally, it really was a test of my faith of what I actually believed. So we're gonna talk about a couple of things. We're gonna talk about um, you know, the realities of working from home. We're gonna talk about the realities of lost income and lost jobs. We're gonna talk about what we should be doing with our own finances to not only restore what we may have lost during the past um, 12 months, but also to come out even ahead as we go into a new season, what we call the post-COVID marketplace, as now the economies is opening back up. Let's talk about the things that some of which we should have been doing all along and some things that we can do now that maybe we never thought to do. I'm a firm believer that God often uh, allows us to go through adversity to test us, to test our faith. And he's not testing us just to aggravate us or testing us He's testing us to prepare us for blessings to come, to make us stronger, to make us more prepared, because we each have a ministry that goes beyond just feeding ourselves, clothing ourselves, and sheltering ourselves. We are put here for a purpose, a divine purpose, and we have to be molded, shaped, and equipped for that purpose. And I know for me during the pandemic, uh, when I was you know, 
you're, you're isolated now. You, you're not going and being distracted by, you know, the things that we do, whether it's getting on trains to go to work, whether it's going to movies, going to parties, going to bars, going to clubs. Think of all the distractions that were removed during the course of 2020 um, into 2021. Um, for me, one of those things that resulted from that is guess what? I had lost a lot of excuses for not opening up my Bible every morning, for not talking with God and listening to God. I didn't have those distractions anymore. Um, I was in a house alone for most of the year um, and listening to my own thoughts. And often we don't even hear our own thoughts. We're so busy dealing with everyone else's thoughts and words that we're not hearing our own thoughts. And if we're not listening to our own thoughts, chances are we're not listening to what God has to tell us. So I hope that you experienced what I did, which was a, a kind of, not that I ever, you know, abandoned my prayer life. I mean, I was active in prayer. I read my Bible every day. I prayed every day, but I don't know if I was talking consistently and I don't, don't know if I was listening as intently as I did when I had this year, we'll call it a year, it's been a little bit more than a year, of distractions removed and taken off the table. It was a real blessing, I have to say, a real opportunity to hear what God has to say. And I think that's the mindset I want you to have as we talk about whatever you may have lost economically during the course of the past year, and um, financially, income-wise, job-wise, some of us lost loved ones, um, that we have to really trust in God's promise to restore. And that restoration is going to be the key to resuscitating and even getting more than resuscitated, restoring your lifestyle and then some, uh, whether you describe it as middle class or not. So listen, I want you to really settle in, um, take a few moments to listen. You will be encouraged. The word is here to uplift and encourage you. And I want you to really reposition your mind, transform your thinking to one of hope and expectation, even though it may have been a year of anxiety and worry and concern and loss. Uh, and for those of you who, who didn't lose, and I have to say, I didn't suffer as much as many of the people in my, in, you know, that I know in my peer group, this is also a time to, to really get that gratitude muscle flexing because one of the greatest ways to increase um, what you have, your territory, is to be grateful for the territory that you have. And that was the other thing, particularly in the second half of 2020, was really important to me to really increase my gratitude toward God for what, um, what I was, what I, the, not only his restoration, but his protection, his grace, and his provision. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. And we're here to talk about hope hope in the face of loss. And we're talking about defying the odds to restore the black middle class, to restore the middle class in general. We're just taking some major hits, particularly in the past year because of the pandemic and the economic fallout thereof. But more importantly, for wherever you are, whether you consider yourself working class, middle class, upper class, listen, we've experienced a global phenomena that really impacted everyone. And, and wealth and the perception of wealth and well-being is relative. So whether you consider yourself middle-class or not, what I'm hoping you'll get from this show, what I'm praying that you get from this show is both a game plan for new thinking and your renewal of your faith in God's capacity to restore, his promise to restore. He has never abandoned you. He has never left you. He never left me. And he is there. He knows our wants and needs more than we do. So we're gonna talk about some practical things that maybe we were doing before and we got disrupted, or maybe we weren't doing it, but now we have a new chance to do some things, to transform our minds, transform our thinking and transform our habits 
so that we can have better in the future than we have had in the past, because that's what God wants for us. That's what God wants for us. And, and you know, won't he do it? Yes, he will. That's right. So listen, let's start with re-envisioning our wants and needs. One of the things that we found out over this past year, many of us did, I know I did, that was a real blessing, was understanding that some of the things that we thought we needed, we didn't need at all. That God continued to provide for our real needs or gave us means to provide for our real needs, um, even when we thought we had lost a lot of things that, that we had thought were needs. You know, we found out we didn't really need to spend the money that we spent, that we didn't really need to go out, that we didn't really need to, yes, it was the isolation tough and challenging for many of us, especially those with families and children in the house, yes. But the flip side is we had to stop and think and sit and think about what is really, really important in our lives. And I hope that you took the time to do that, whether you would do that out of necessity or you did that out of choice, because what God has done in many ways is prune away those things that were really distractions, that weren't really critical to our health and well-being. That weren't really, some of us got more serious about our, our nutrition. Some of us got more serious about fitness. Some of us got more serious about our relationships. Yeah, relationships took a hard hit over the past year. But also, I know a lot of relationships were restored because people were like, well, we got to talk to each other. I got to get to know my spouse. I got to get to know my kids. I got to get to know my family members. That Zoom call, the family Zoom call became important. I know for me, I talked to some family members on a regular basis, more regular basis during the pandemic than I did um, pre-pandemic because you kind of took all that for granted. So one of the things we did is we, we looked at, you could look at your household budget and look at some of the things you cut out during the pandemic during the past year, do you really need to spend that money at all? Could that money be re repurposed to something that's really going to improve the financial condition of your family, improve your net worth, improve your wealth? Um, and, and, you know, whether that was eating out more often than you should, whether that was spending money on things you didn't need to spending on. Um, this is your chance to look at your budget now and think, what do I really need for the health and well-being of my household and my family versus what I used to spend money on? that I was just used to doing it, but it really wasn't contributing to the value of our family. The other thing I want you to think about is, this is the chance, if you haven't done it already, to look at those things you should be mad, you should be assessing every year, at least once a year anyway. What is your current cash flow? How much money is coming in and how much money is going out? And are you managing that well? What is your net worth? That's what you own, your assets, minus what you owe. Did it take a hit during the past year? Or is it stable? Or is there a way that you can continue to boost that going forward, what you've learned in the past year? And this other big one that we're going to jump into even more deeply in the next segment is debt elimination. The most important thing you could have been doing there in the past year, and the thing you should continue to do, even as we're coming out of the worst of COVID, is eliminating debt. Many of us found out we were carrying debt that we didn't need to carry, that we were taking on debt that we didn't need to take on. And this is a great chance to do a reset that will help restore the financial stability of your household, the financial stability of your family. Is it easy? No, but look what God has brought us through this past year. None of it was easy. If you're still here, if you're listening to me talk on this show, I'm looking at me, if I'm still able to talk with you, I have a roof over my head, I have food in my refrigerator, is everything quote unquote hunky-dory based on how I would like it? Not necessarily, but I trust God that he is restoring and providing for me and he would do it for you. 
So this is a chance to, again, flex that gratitude muscle. Think of the people who lost this past year, lost loved ones. And even if you were the one of the ones who lost loved ones, that should help you to value your life even more today because we know tomorrow is not promised. If you're still here, you should be asking God, what can I do to show that I'm grateful that I'm still here and that I don't take it for granted? So listen, you're listening to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm hoping you're taking notes. I hope you're taking this to heart. I also hope that you got your Bible out, that, that, that this is not just a matter of what I say. It's a matter of your perception of what God is telling you. You are still here. If you're here, you're here for a purpose. You're not here to suffer. God does not mean for you to suffer. God has promised you an abundant life. He has blessed you with the capacity to create wealth. And if anything that you should have gotten out of this past year, it should be a, a questioning yourself. Have I exercised that capacity so that I can have the abundant life that I want? Listen, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Be lifted up your guide to living an abundant life. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Funky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Welcome back to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Let's talk about prosperity. Let's talk about abundance. Let's remember that God restores. I'm going to tell you a little parable or a little revelation that came to me maybe about two months ago um, that really spoke to me. You know, you remember the story of, of uh, Jesus walking on water and inviting one of the disciples. I'm going to say Paul. I always get it mixed up, but I'm pretty sure it's Paul to step out of the boat and to come toward him across the water. And of course, Peter steps out and then his faith gets shaking and he begins to sink and Jesus grabs him and lifts him up and says, oh, ye of little faith. And I have to say that the revelation that I got is that the boat is a vessel. 
but too often we confuse the vessel with the source of our provision. The boat is a vessel for God's provision for you. It is not the source of your provision. Think of the boat as your job, whether you still have it or you lost it. Think of the boat as the business, whether you still have it or you lost it. Think of the boat as whatever way you were used to getting resources in the past year that may have been shaken. Uh, you know, some people took pay cuts, people lost jobs, some people got laid off. And what I realized is that my boats, you know, were take, took a hit during the pandemic, yet I did not, God provided for me anyway. And I realized that the sea is a metaphor for your doubts and your fears and your anxiety that you could surrender to and drown. And that way you're drowning in sin. You're drowning in sin is interpreted by the lack of faith. So I know for me, it was like, listen, maybe, you know, my job was impacted. Maybe some income that I was used to getting from speaking engagements dried up. May, but God will restore that. And I just got to continue to step out on this water and, and keep my hand in God's hands. So I want you to keep that in mind as we talk about the things you should be doing. We want you to minimize your debt load. You, you want to cut back on those things that are weighing your debts down. We want you to minimize finance charges and fees. You, you shouldn't be borrowing. You, you know, I can't even call out the scripture about that if you're borrowing and you owe, it's a form of slavery. This year was a chance to set yourself free. Focus on that. If you're outside on the other side of the pandemic, don't take this as a time to start charging credit cards and building that debt again. Stay with that, if you want to call it austerity plan, where you control that debt. And if the debt got out of control, by, out of necessity, because you didn't have money to, to meet your needs during the course of the pandemic, make it your business to focus on reducing that debt load. Then I want you to be serious about implementing a savings plan. You're, you're not saving just to restore what was lost. You're saving in anticipation of the doors that God is going to open up for you. And you want to have money available to start and fund that business. You want to have money available to, to make sure your retirement is taken care of. You might be ready to buy a new home because some people decided, listen, I need to move out of this area and buy a home in this area. The point of savings is not just about, oh, depriving myself. I could be spending this money. I'm sitting here and it's not doing anything but burning a hole in my pocket. Saving is an act of faith because it's anticipating that God has some things for you to invest in. You don't know what they are yet, but you need to have some money on the side to take advantage of that opportunity when God presents it to you. So you really want to be serious about implementing a savings plan if you trust in God's ability to restore. And I'll give you an example from my own life. From April, you know, maybe a month after the pandemic, which was announced last year to like June, I was used to getting income. I'm a public speaker. I moderate panels. I judge business pitch competitions. I keynote. I, you know, I, I do it all. I mean, a certain percentage of my income, my provision from God came from doing that. Well, of course, there were no live events because of the pandemic. We could be together. All that dried up. Guess what God did? Black Enterprise and other com companies, just like we're doing with the show, began to create virtual events. Virtual events still needed speakers. Guess what God did? Speaking engagements. But guess what? I didn't have to get on a plane. I didn't have to get on a bus. I have to book a hotel. Neither did the organization booking me. They're like, listen, do it from your home. <laughs> get on Zoom. Get on all these different um, these uh, device, you know, apps that we're now accustomed to because of the pandemic. My point is God made a way. There's always a way. But you have to believe in the promises of God to take advantage of that. So the point of a savings plan, the point of minimizing your debt load, 
the point of evaluating your cash flow and your net worth is to say, let me see what God has already blessed me with. Let me see what my current situation is. Let me see what might be a buried talent. And I mean that literally and figuratively. Things that I haven't had to rely on to generate income and create opportunity. But now, but God had blessed me with it all along and I have it and now I can use it. God took so many things away from us, not to punish us, but to help us to realize what we actually have. Skills that we have, resources that are laying dormant in our homes, laying dormant in accounts that we're not paying attention to, laying dormant in terms of uh, things we can provide to other people that people will pay us for. Um, I did a whole house cleaning and found out things I had on my list to buy that I was gonna spend money on prior to the pandemic, before the pandemic, Actually, I had it in my house all along. It was in rooms that weren't being used, in basements. And it's like, I was about to spend money for this thing that I already had. So it's really about doing an assessment of what God has already blessed you with so you can put the, the, you know, the truth to the lie that you are operating in deprivation, that God is not providing for you. So again, by analyzing your cash flow, analyzing your net worth, taking a look at your debt load and finding ways to minimizing it, it what you're doing is you're doing an assessment of not what you don't have, but what you do have. And, and with God, we wanna focus on the reality, the promise that God always provides for us even when it feels like we've lost something. We always have more than we lost. Listen, so you wanna keep that in mind, managing cash flow, assessing your net worth, eliminating debt, and taking a good look at what you already have because God is providing for you. Hold on to that thought because that's all about the foundation of the next thing I'm gonna be talking about. What does it mean to live prosperously? What does it mean to live an abundant life? And that's living that life whether it is a pandemic or not. We're talking about resuscitating the black middle class, the middle class in general. We're talking about restoration and hope and God's promises, even as we come through the economic fallout of the pandemic and what may have been a difficult time of challenge and loss for you and your family, where we're here to talk about restoring hope and living prosperity and just prosperously. This is what the show is all about. You wouldn't need a show like this if, if, if you weren't going through trials and tribulations sometimes. God is here for our trials and tribulations. That's where we draw our hope from. So I really wanna really bring it home. We went to first base with, with uh, re-envisioning your wants and needs um, and taking the lessons from that in the past year. We went through second base talking about cash flow, net worth assessment, eliminating debt, Third base, we talk about implementing a savings plan and looking at savings not as an act of deprivation, but an act of faith in God's provision of opportunity for you, and you're being prepared for those opportunities by having savings and resources in place. You don't have to spend every dollar you get in a godly, financially managed household. I tell people to spend 80% of every dollar you get, tithe 10%, save the other 10%. That's a good place to start. You can live on 80% of whatever you make. You know that. It's the act of faith to just walk on water. As I said during the last segment, walking on water is saying, I'm trusting my provider to keep me above the water. Not that boat, not that job, not that business that I might have left behind that may have laid me off, that may have been, I may have that temporarily shut down or whatever. Doesn't mean you don't value the job or the business or the other source of income you have. You just recognize that that's not your source. That's the vessel that God has provided you with so he can um, provide your provision. So we talked about savings in that context, but let's bring it on home. And I wanna draw your attention to two particular scriptures. 
One is John 10.10, and it underscores the idea that prosperity is a state of mind. Your value in God's eyes is limitless. It's not measured by your credit score. It's not measured by what's in your bank account. It's not measured by how many numbers show up on your paycheck. It does not measure by the amount of revenue your business may have generated this quarter. That's the way that we keep score in the mortal world as human beings. But our divine value is infinite. And that means if we're thinking in a godly way, we know we are prosperous at all times because our father is rich in houses and land. So I want to draw your attention to John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that, that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. This might be the, the, the scripture for our show. That, 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 again, we're talking about living an abundant life. What you need to take about this from this is prosperity is a state of mind. And if we're operating in a godly state of mind, we know that God means good things for us, prosperity for us. And prosperity is not just how many dollars you have in your bank account or how big your paycheck is. It's the prosperity of good relationships with your family. It's the prosperity of being in good relations with him. It's knowing that your needs and, and wants and desires, he knows all of those things and they can be met. And you need to be open to how that they may, might be met and not be limited by a, a, a poverty mindset that says, man, if my credit score isn't where I want it to be, if my paycheck is not where I want it to be, then I am poor. Assume that those things will be taken care of, but God means only prosperity for you. And I want you to adopt that state of mind, even as we recover from the challenges of 2020 into 2021, and know that there will be future challenges to come. Trials and tribulations are not going to go away, but God is a faithful God through it all. And so when we're talking about an abundant life, when we talk about faith and finance, that has to be your state of mind. The other scripture I want to draw your attention to, and yes, I have my Bible here. I got this new Bible during the pandemic. <laughs> and so this is another example of blessing. Not that I don't have other Bibles, but this is my, I guess, my new Bible for the new day, the new chapter, the new season in my life. And so I'm just very grateful. It was a generous gift from a dear, dear friend, um, actually her mother, um, for Easter. And, um, and so I'm bragging about it. But at any rate, uh, I want to draw your attention to Matthew 6, 24. And this is about stress and anxiety. And we, we were under a lot of it during the course of, the, of this past year. But God is not about stress and anxiety. And that when we feel stress and anxiety, that is your main prompt to go to him, to drop to your knees, to let him know that you trust him, to restore your trust in him so you don't have to worry. You can pray and praise or you can worry. You can't do both at the same time. You can fear or you can love. You can't do both at the same time. So let me read Matthew 6, 24. No man can serve two masters. Or you just said, love and fear, pray and worry. Got to pick one. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. This is important to understand because when we talk about faith and finance, we're not talking about worshiping money. We're not talking about you're better if you're richer and you're cursed if you're poorer. Even the idea of comparison and competing goes against God's word. When we look at the parable of the talents, I'm not going to take you there, but God did not count the slave he gave one talent to and the one he gave two or five talents to and the one he gave 10 talents to as one better than the other. 
He measured them by how they managed whatever they had, not what they started with. You look at the, 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 uh, the, the, the scripture where the widow only had one might to give, and God counted that more than what the wealthy man gave um, as, 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 a, as an offering or a tithe during service. That because that one might was 100% of what the widow had versus the wealthy person can give thousands of dollars, and it's a surrounding error. So it's important to understand we're not talking about serving money, serving mammon, when we're talking about the abundant life. We're talking about God blessing with the capacity to create wealth and that if you're serving God, that your mindset should be one not of anxiety, but of hope and faith and comfort and peace that surpasses all understanding. And anxiety has a cost on you health-wise, has a cost on you financially. Anxiety is stealing, killing, and destroying you. So we want you to draw faith from everything you came through in this past year. I know that's what I did. And that is what is restored me, restored my spirit, restored my faith and my capacity to create wealth and has me in each passing day believing that wherever I lost in the past year, whatever middle class we lost in the past year, and I don't want you to think in terms of the, the group, I want you to think about your own sense of self-worth and security and financial wellness, that whatever you think you've lost, if, you, if you're a person of faith, if you trust in the promises of God, you are well positioned to have that restored, that God never stopped providing, he won't stop providing for you now. So please check out John 10, 10, if you didn't have your Bible with us for this show, check out Matthew 6, 24, and you know, stay in the word in general, because you will find plenty of reasons to believe that God's promises are always kept, he always keeps his promises, and you will be restored. And that's what this show is all about. Listen, um, we're not doing this show just because it's great entertainment. We're not doing this show just because, you know, oh, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a podcast. We're really trying to draw the comparison, draw the, the example that our father is in fact rich in houses and land. And not only does he have an inheritance waiting for us when it's time for us to transition to our real home, because this is not our home, but he's providing for us now. Again, he, he takes care of the sparrows and the flowers and the grass that'll be thrown into the fire. <laughs> you know he's going to take care of you. He's been taking care of you. But let's also be good stewards of all that he's provided us with. And that's what the show is, the finance part of this show. Good stewardship, managing cash flow, investing our resources, understanding our net worth, focusing on wealth creation, getting out of poverty creation habits because that is not of God. And recognizing that whatever wealth we are blessed with is not for us. It's for us to bring value to the world, whatever our ministry is. So listen, you've been listening to Be Lifted Up. You're a guide to living an abundant life. I want you to follow us on social media. Be, the letter B, Lifted Up Radio, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're all across all those platforms. But most importantly, I want you to go to the Mocha Podcasts network this podcast plural and listen to us download subscribe get your friends get your you know your fellow members of your church get everybody on board because we're talking about life and that more abundantly that is a promise of god god keeps his promises so go to mocha podcast plural my podcast network Dot com. you'll see all the podcast offerings of the mocha podcast network but you definitely want to check out 
and, and, and listen to every episode of Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Listen, I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. It is so much a blessing. If it seems like I got a whole new level of energy <laughs> because the past year has really given me a great appreciation for spending time with you and for sharing the word with you and, to, and just being uplifting and encouraging as God has been to me, even in this moment. So listen, be lifted up your guide to living an abundant life. Join us next time for the next episode. God continue to bless you. And uh, let's keep it moving. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.